everyone. I'm Linda McHenry with The Writer's Voice. And my guest today is the king of cliffhangers, author Andrew Hess, who writes romantic suspense and mystery suspense. How are you, Andrew? I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Now, today we're going to talk about a couple of different things. You are a self-published author, so you're going to talk to us about that journey. And you also design your own covers now, although you didn't in the beginning. So you are going to talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, you do write in multiple genres. So those are the three things we're going to talk about today. And I think the thing that intrigues me the most is what was your process deciding to do your own covers? I know I'm taking everything out of order, but that to me is like okay. fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, doing the, the, my own covers was, um, was just kind of a, a different take. I, I started out going through traditional routes um, when with self-publishing and I was using their resources and I didn't really like the covers that they were giving me the options for. Um, and then I had someone specifically doing the covers for me and I would tell them what I was looking for and they did their best to get me what I wanted, but it wasn't really what I wanted. It wasn't the, to the level that I really wanted to capture the images for, to try to grab the reader's attention. So I decided back in 2015 that I wanted to just try doing my own cover, just one time it was, it was supposed to be. And it was actually my first uh, romance suspense book. Let me just try it. And I thankfully had a friend who, uh, who did modeling at the time and actually now has gone back to modeling because of our photo shoot. Oh, wow. She decided to go back. And uh, yeah, it, we, uh, we went to a children's library in Manhattan and grabbed one of my coworkers on top of it to play the male part. <laughs> and we did the, the photography. And I always wanted to try photography uh, when I was in college, but I didn't have a chance to. So this was my chance to like sit there and go, oh, okay, like here, let, let me see what I can do with the camera. And it came out really well. I, I liked the pictures. It was just, I needed a lot of work when it came to knowing about lighting and stuff like that. But over time, I started to kind of understand it a little bit better. I took a couple of online courses to uh, help facilitate what I needed. And I kind of grew my list of friends that would model for me. And uh, it came out great. Uh, there's a bunch of covers uh, since then. That's good. Now, you've self-published more than 20 books, right? And yes, tell, uh, me about, tell me about, tell me, tell 21, tell me about that journey. What made you decide to self-publish rather than traditionally publish? So when I, when I first started, I started writing in 2005 and I had an idea for a book and it was just like, I, I really want this out there. This is going to be something that's big and, you know, it's something that could be turned into a TV show or a movie. <laughs> and I was so like adamant and it was one of those things where it's just like you're such a, like a beginner at that point that you're you have like all these big dreams and everything i'm gonna get picked up easily and all this kind of stuff and as the journey continued on i and I, I actually had lost most of my uh my work because my computer had crashed uh. i was able to recover it years later on and then realized i didn't like what i wrote so i had to rewrite the whole story and then uh i really started to push for traditional publishing and I wasn't getting either any response at all, or I was just getting a flat out. No, no explanation. Just no. So after a few years of just getting a whole bunch of no's, I was just, I rewrote the book again. And I was like, you know what? I, I can't, 
I can't sit here and just wait for somebody else to see how good of a story this can be. I need to just go and do it myself. And I researched a few options. Um, I actually, before I even did that book out, I decided to put out two books of free verse poetry because it was just something else that was going on in my head. And then I was finally like, all right, this is my go moment. I'm, I'm picking up uh, my Phoenix Blade story and I'm just going to go self-publish this thing because I, I'm sick of waiting around and I want this for people to see. Mm-hmm. And you've developed a, a pretty um, loyal readership, haven't you? Yeah, I have a lot of great friends. Uh, they were actually the ones who dubbed me the King of Cliffhangers. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. Now, now, how about the writing in multiple genres? Okay, because you write mystery suspense and you write romantic suspense and you write poetry. Um, what other things have you written and, and what are your thoughts about going from one genre or one type of writing to another? Um, it's very difficult to do um, because your mindset is, very focused on usually one style of your writing. So for me, it's usually been the mystery and suspense. That's what I, you know, I had done. Even in the free verse poetry, I crafted the the poems into a story. If you read them from cover to cover, but it was all like a suspenseful journey. Mm-hmm. And I did the uh, the government conspiracy novels, and I wound up doing the murder mystery and the you know the crime thrillers. And then I just decided, you know, I had other aspirations. I didn't want to be just like a one-dimensional writer where that was the only genre I focused in. Mm -hmm. So I came up with, it was actually originally supposed to be a movie script idea. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, all right, this would be a good suspense, but it was more centered around a romance. And I decided to put it into a book and, uh, and went that route. But I had to do a lot of research. I you know, it wasn't just like, oh, I decided, you know, I'm going to go and write a romance book. I, I picked up I, about maybe five or six different books on how to write romance, things from a, a romance thesaurus to, you know, how the actual arc, you know, how the stories should progress, how the certain types of romance books that you kind of almost have to follow a, a specific design. So I, I did a lot of research into, uh, into them first before I even jump into it. I dabbled into a little bit of horror writing. I haven't actually put out any of the books yet. I mm-hmm. had done them as screenplays mm-hmm. um, that I'm actually going to convert into books, hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have a children's book and a mid-grade book, uh, mid-grade uh, detective book, actually. It's going to be uh, <laughs> that one I'm putting out later this year. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I started doing the, the kids, uh, the kids about, you must route. do an awful lot of reading because I know it's really difficult to write in a genre that you don't read. So you must do an awful lot of reading. I did. Yeah. I, I've been doing a lot of reading over the years and it's just kind of like, it's kind of culminating at this point where it's just like, all right, what area do I have like the time to go and try to write into now and work out something beyond just the, the series that I do. Well, I think the thing too, for those of us who have to write, you know, there's certain things that you write, like for me, my day job involves writing in the insurance industry. So I support myself writing insurance texts, you know, do I like insurance? Yeah, I do. I find it fascinating, but do I want to write insurance texts all the time? No, I'd rather write my fiction full time. So obviously you write what works, but yeah, you have your affinity for certain things. And I think it's a good thing that you experiment because 
Um, I, I know I have a friend who lives in Scotland, Bill Curtin, and he is now in his 80s. He's been co-writing with other people. He never did it before. In the last few years, he did it and he loves it. So he writes short stories with other people. He's, you know, I mean, he's been multi-published in stage and in screenplays and novels and, you know, all kinds of stuff. It, he was a, a university lecturer on, on all kinds of writing and stuff. And right now he's having the time of his life co-writing. You know, once again, you don't know unless you try different things. And I think that's great that you're doing that. Exactly. That's something I actually wouldn't mind trying. Well, at one point, is to do with co-writing. I had I had one author in mind and she actually stopped writing. Oh, and I was like, oh man, I'm like, it would have been perfect. Yeah. So now what about the self-publishing journey? I mean, you found that that worked for you and it gives you the freedom to do what you want and, you know, set your own schedules and all that kind of stuff. If you were going to give advice to somebody who wanted to pursue self-publishing rather than traditional publishing, what did you find as the stumbling blocks or things that you'd want to warn people about? Uh, the stumbling block that I would warn people about is that you it's all on you when it comes to promoting your, your work and promoting your books. It's all on you. So you really need to get a good connection, a good circle of friends and other authors and people in different aspects of writing to be on your side because if you have this great circle and you know promote other people as well, because they'll well, in return help promote you. That helps along the way, but at the end of the day, it's all on you. You need to you need to find a balance between promoting and writing, uh, which is very hard to do. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It is because the thing is, I one of the things that I have found is that people are writers. A lot of writers are introverts, and they don't like the marketing, and and they don't like the book tours, and they don't like the talking to people. The thing is, is the only way that your work is going to get out there is if you promote it. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like you. I'd much rather have someone else promote for me. Um, I, you know, yeah. Somebody else says Linda's great. People are going to believe her more or him more than they're going to say it when, when I say it. So I think yeah. you're right. I think the writing community is really important. And like you said, if you're doing it on your own, it's even more important. So thank you for joining us today. Um, Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. Let us know when your next release is out and we'll help you promote that. Okay. Be part of the writer's community. And good, uh, yeah. good luck to you as you move along and keep in touch. Thank you very much. I will. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.